Hello, my name is Joe Trier. This is How We Roll, and welcome to the Frozen North. As you're, you're all kind of, I guess, sort of two of you are huddled by the stove and um, Kestra, you're by the body, I'd like you all to give me perception rolls. My perception, plus three. I rolled an 18 with a plus three. Okay. Um, I rolled a 14. And Kestra? Seven. From outside, um, Zalfiz, you you hear in the distance, maybe to the north, the direction you've not been before, a distant scream. Uh, did anyone else hear that? I, I, I certainly heard that. It was a scream. Yeah, did, so the sounds, it's faint and far away, Joe, because I tell it was this, like, an animal in pain, some no, sort it def- of... No, it definitely sounded like a human. Okay. Human in pain. Okay, so uh, how is um, Graham doing uh, exhaustion-wise now? Um, so you're still exhausted, so you still have to roll with disadvantage on all skill checks. Um, and as, uh, I guess, you kind of notify people there was a scream, the body in front of you, Kestra, starts convulsing. It starts making this horrendous noise, this... <gasps> and its eyes flick open and stare at you with inky blackness, and it begins to push itself up. <laughs> and I need everybody to roll me initiative. Oh, fascinating. Ooh. Make a sanity check. <laughs> yeah. 18 for Kestra. Nice. 17 for Zalfiz. Natural 20 for Graham. Wow, okay. So you also have alerts, so that's 25. Yeah, I also have alerts. Wow. For Fantastic. So, um, Graham, it is your round. What would you like to do? Let me just roll for the creature. I'd like to uh, prepare my uh, small dagger that I have in my boot uh, and try and uh, get into a position where I can potentially defend myself or others. I don't know exactly what's happening. I'm just startled by this. Something's definitely happening. My spidey sense is tingling and uh, I'm going to prepare to strike uh, from a sneak attack. So hold okay. an action. Hold an action. So um, you, are you going to, how far away do you want to be? Are you going to be within melee range or are you going to be... Um, Sort of further I'll away. Be, where you I'll can be throw within melee range. Excellent. Okay. So, do you want to have this attack now, or do you want to hold off? Um, I'm going to hold off. Right. So, uh, Kestra. I think Kestra does a similar thing. I think she'll grab one of the daggers that she has from its hilt, but she's not going to use it. I think she's going to take both of her forearms flat and just try and push down on this thing as it's trying to get up. Because she still doesn't know if this is just a, a person that's panicking and something has happened. But she's going to try and put all of her weight on its chest to keep it laying down on top of this table that we've got it on. But the, the dagger just in the back of the hand in case. That sounds like a strength athletics roll. Let's see if you can hold this creature down. Uh, 60. Wait, athletics. Yeah, 16. Okay, so this creature got a five, so it, 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 you easily hold it down. Maybe it's the, the leverage you've got, or maybe you're stronger than you think you are, but you can hold it down. Um, Zalfiz. So Zalfiz is going to put his um, stew bowl down into this elf's lap and go, uh, excuse me one minute, sir, I need to help my colleagues, and like take out his crossbow um, and walk towards Kestra, saying, 
look, good sir, uh, we're, we're getting a doctor. It's going to be fine. We're going to look after you. Just, just don't struggle. It's going to make it worse for you. We're here to help. I'm sure that'll work, right? Can we come out of initiative? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it continues to make this awful. <gasps> and then its mouth begins to open wider and wider and wider. So no, it's no. forcing its way out. And oh. this black tentacle, as, as thick as your arm, forces its way out of its mouth. You can hear this crackle of bone. You see that its throat swelling. And then the tentacle begins to bisect. And then each of those tentacles bisects again until there's four of these sucker-tipped lengths of tentacle, each one as thick as your thumb, waving all around. And <sighs> there's this horrendous buzzing noise. Um, and I think we'll start the next round of initiative. So, well, Graham. Before the next round of initiative, uh, I don't know about you, Karen, but I think I'm firing my crossbow bolt and you're probably stabbing him, right? Yep, exactly. <laughs> <we have action. laughs> so I am going to attack with my uh, with my dagger. What you're saying, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I plug poise myself. I'm seeing this thing, these tentacles coming out. I'm like, ah, and I just start <laughs> slashing at it. I'm not sure what... My, <laughs> Not even sure what I'm slashing at. I'm just these inky black tentacles coming out everywhere, and I'm just hacking and slashing in like because I was I was within melee range while this happened. So, does he have advantage because he's held out of curiosity? Um, I mean, it's so technically you, not held, you, is it? No, well, it's it, technically out of moat. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> but because there are other people in melee range, you can give me that sneak attack if you do hit. So, what do you get to attack? So that's a natural twenty. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, guys. Nice. Nice. Uh, are you going for the tentacles or are you going for the body? Uh, tentacles. Nice. Okay. So the way we're going to do uh, criti uh, critical damage, we're going to do it slightly different than the player's handbook. What I'm going to say is full damage plus damage again. So what would be the maximum your damage your dagger could do? It's 1d4 plus 3. Okay. So it's seven points of damage and then give me another d4 again. Oh, plus your sneak attack damage, which should be six. Oh, God, 1d6. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's a six I got on the, uh, the, the 1d4 plus three. Nice. I think it'd be another d6 for your sneak attack. Mm -hmm. And that's a one. <laughs> so that is 20 points of damage, then? I think. So, so, oh, right, yeah, yeah, sorry. So yeah. Your, your dagger swipes through all four tentacles and they basically sort of fly into the air with the force of your blow, maybe going sort of five or six feet away from everybody and they land on the floor with a thunk. The body underneath your arms, Kestra, stops moving. But then from the door you hear the speaker shout, Oh my God, there's more of them! And she's pointing out into the darkness. And Zalfiz, you look down and you notice that the tentacles are moving across the floor towards the three of you. And I think we're going to move the camera over to Gon. <laughs> this stage, Gon doesn't know any of this is happening, but he's just got in his head now that he's going to be going back to that house with another dead body over his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you enter the, the house much smaller than the speaker's house, obviously. And there's one room which has some crude furniture. And the elven lady looks around and says, I don't, I don't think anyone's here, but look, there's a door over there. Maybe leading upstairs? 
um, yeah, gone nods silently and it kind of inclines their like gestures that they should move along and take a look. Do you want to go first or shall I? And she holds this glowing necklace aloft. Um, I'll I'll go first, but stay close behind because I won't have any light if, if I'm leading. Okay, well, if, if you take this, it'll lose light, so I'll, I'll try and hold it around you. And she sort of leans around you as you open the door I and think duck I'm probably, down. Oh, I guess I'm going to have to duck down to get anywhere, am I? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the door opens with a creak, revealing a thin staircase, probably only just, probably only just wide enough for you to get up, leading into darkness. From out up there, you feel cold wind blowing down towards you. I'm uh, just going to kind of not really shout. I'm just going to like uh, say out, out loud, Tarman, Tarman, are you here? There's no answer. Okay, I'm going to move into the up the stairs and into the, the kind of proper level. Okay, so you are greeted with a really strange sight. The, the upstairs room has, probably was the bedroom, but all the windows are open. So there's windows sort of behind you and windows in front of you that are wide open, letting in the freezing cold air, but also the snow. Um, there's a bed that's been like upended and pushed to one side, right up against the wall. And the floor in the ice is, there's a pattern that's been scratched there, a kneeling, with his back to you, right down there, scratching in the ice and snow, this odd pattern is a naked human figure. He's whispering to himself, or could he be singing? Can I hear what he's saying? We bow to she who wears the crown, let the world shiver with dread. In winter's whitest gown, the snow enshrouds the dead. You out is she who wears the crown. Let the world shiver with dread. Clad in winter's whitest gown, the snow enshrouds the dead. We know. We bow to she who wears the crown. Let the world. God wants to go over, just shake him in the shoulder, and try to snap him out of it. Tarman. This isn't Tarman. This is the killer you have been searching for. Oh my god, no. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, I like instinctively just swing my club at the back of his head while I cast Shillelagh on it too. Okay, well, you, you, you can roll with advantage because he, I mean, he's kneeling down naked with his back to you, so absolutely give me that roll. Oh god, um, let's see, what is my. Uh, plus five, cool advantage uh the first one is a seven plus a five the second one is a three plus a five okay, so i got 12 and an eight 12 is good enough uh give me okay. that damage roll um it's 1d8 so i only did three damage so you knock him flying across i mean you are strong particularly when you're empowered with the shillelagh the uh, this magical druidic club um and you see blood spray across the this this picture, this strange thing that he's drawing in the ground, and you see that his body is blackened with frostbite. Um, he he's barely alive anyway, and he looks up at you and he goes, 
You can feel it, can't you? What are you talking about? The cold. It's not the weather you're feeling. <laughs> That's death. That's death approaching. <laughs> can I, like... <laughs> he, he's not struggling or moving around or anything, is he? No, no, he's just lying there in this increasing pool of blood that's pouring from his scalp that you've gashed. Okay, I'd like to, like, bind him and also gag him because he's freaking me out. Um, so just, like, from the bed sheets or anything like that. Before I gag him, I'd like to ask him if he's seen the healer. If he's seen that. Have you... Where is the Where is the person who lives here? What, what have you done? So as you approach him, he sort of screams and goes, She's angry! <laughs> She doesn't like visitors into her realm. She's going to punish us. When you grab him and start tying him up, he stops talking. Okay. Um, then I will gag him anyway in case he starts talking again. And do I see anything around the room? Do I see any signs of Termin? Give me a perception roll. <laughs> I got a five plus three, so I got an eight. I don't think I see much. Uh, so you hear in the distance... Um, a scream through the mists. And I think we're going to move the camera back to the speaker's house um, where the three of you stand over the now completely still corpse. Um, from the doorway, the speaker is shouting about more of them coming. And Zalfiz, you have just seen the three or four tentacles that Graham cut are now crawling across the floor towards you. And I believe it's your round. You're the worst, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just an aside. Uh, so, okay. So, as um, is it Edgar? 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 Um, Edgar. Yeah, Edgar. Yeah, yeah. As, as Edgar has said, like, there's more of them. She's like standing at a window looking out. So, like, I'm understanding she's, more. She's than by she's the saying. door. Yeah, she's by the door, which is open, and she's looking out. Uh, guys, I think we need to solve this problem quickly. Um, and. It, so I'm going to assume, as a man of science, that I'm, I'm basically looking and seeing something coming out of a body, and I think it's probably the body is the host keeping this tentacle alive. Or is there some way of like assessing that quickly? Um, pro I'm, probably not easily. Um, I, I mean, I think you can draw that conclusion. Of, as a man of science, I'm going to go up my gut and just um, <laughs> try and aim for the body with my crossbow. I think. Okay. Um, so with a plus four, uh, you can roll with advantage because oh. the body is now not moving at all, and you're right close to it. Lovely. <laughs> so my first roll was a sixteen. My second roll was an eighteen. Okay, both hits. So one d eight plus two. Oh boy, I rolled three damage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man of science, not a man of war. <laughs> <laughs> So your crossbow bolt embeds itself into the rib cage, um, and the the kind of body convulses for a second, and it begins to ooze through the kind of thick furs that are covering it, a black liquid. Uh, I have a theory that this may be a host for whatever this tentacle thing is, and also the, the tentacles are crawling all over the floor. We need to deal with this, guys. That is uh, truly vile. Kestra, it's your round. <laughs> um... I think I think at this, Kestra's going to look between this body that she, I imagine she's had to like move out of the way hearing this crossbow bolt <laughs> slam into the side of its chest and trying not to get covered in this weird sticky black substance. 
Um, and I think she would shout back at Zalfis, like, do you want me to deal with the body? Or do you want me to deal with the tentacles? I, I can't do both at once. I'm not your mother. <laughs> I think I think the tentacles deals with, like, dealing with the body, I think, deals with the tentacles. Though I could be wrong. Uh, like, I don't know. We can do I told you so after this whole situation. Your call. <laughs> and the tentacles are kind of like up upright like cobras and they're they're kind of moving quickly towards you under their own propulsion leaving a trail of this black liquid behind them is there still a bulge in the throat like you said before as they were coming up it was like the throat had expanded and was yeah there's still the there's still like four tentacles sort of they're that are in his mouth but they're now lying almost inert leaking this black fluid and the tentacles on the floor are moving I, I'm gonna trust Zalphas because this is why I hired I hired Zalphas to to, to be the, the brains. brains. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I think she she just replies back, "You're the brains," and I'm going to I'm going to grab this body around the throat, and then just cast Eldritch Blast in the hopes that destroying whatever's <laughs> hidden away in the throat stops the tentacles. Nice. Okay, so just just roll for damage. You don't need to roll to hit. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> we might we might be the bad guys. That's a nine, nine force damage. Wow, okay. Ooh. Your Eldritch Blast just explodes the throat away. The head goes flying off like a pool ball. The body just lies there, black ooze spraying out across the table and across the floor, luckily not hitting anyone, or they're coming very close to, to Graham. The tentacles, though, don't <sighs> seem unmoved by this, and the nearest one launches itself towards you, Castro. Kestra shouts back, you were wrong, you were wrong. <laughs> it's scientific method. You test a theory out and you try a new theory. I have a new theory. <laughs> okay, so the first tentacle has rolled a one. So it's kind of just let, jumped over you and landed on the floor and it looks stunned and it's sort of shaking. <laughs> can, oh, no. can, I, can I just imagine that Kestra oh. bats it away with the edge of the tail? <laughs> <laughs> I've rolled a two. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I, I love that idea. It, it kind of like lands behind you, and you almost like baseball bat it away with your tail. That's yeah. perfect. <laughs> Second one, two, <laughs> thuds into the wall and drops down. Um, the third one is going to leap towards you, Graham, and it gets a thirteen plus two. It's a fifteen to hit. Is that enough versus your armor class? It is. Yeah, my armor class is fourteen. <laughs> okay, so it basically grabs onto your arm and it begins to wrap itself around oh. it like a snake and begins to tighten. Um, so it's going to use its athletics, um, but you can try and pull it away using either athletics or if you prefer acrobatics. Oh, oh my god, I rolled a one. I think I will go with acrobatics <laughs> and I have to roll two d oh You god. don't need to roll anything, I just rolled another one. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. This is the best game ever. He's saving all his good rolls for when it comes back to me. Oh right, yeah. Oh of course. And the last one, oh on Zalf is a fifteen plus T, so that's a seventeen to hit. Ooh, so the that same will again. Hit against my fourteen, yeah. Okay, well I've rolled a three plus T, so I've oh got a five. God. So you've got to beat a five on your athletics or acrobatics to stop it grappling you. Oh, uh, as a gnome that's three foot five, I have a minus one to my athletics. So I rolled oh. a 17. <laughs> right. I am nimble. Oh, okay, and and what's your, your little robot, the uh, Lady Pen, doing during all this? Uh, Lady Pen is... So she has this kind of, like, uh, like a like, faint green glow from her eyes when she's, like, passive and stuff. Um, she's sees the threat to the whole situation, so it's now, like... 
little red eyes with little kind of <laughs> not quite an alarm sound, but just a kind of little you know, a gentle Worrying. kind of yeah, just a whirring and kind of panic and like hissing at a tentacle, but not able to do anything because she's kind of just there to um, carry stuff and like help out. She doesn't really attack things. She's not built for nice. war. She's okay. Built for convenience. So, so this is the end of the round, and you you turn to the door where the speaker is standing. She goes, "Oh my god!" And she she begins to run into the room as behind her three dark figures, or I should say, two figures dressed in dark. Um, uh, furs uh, with another figure dressed in white furs with the polar bear head over his face are standing in the door and they all look at you and point and go Aah! and you see in their mouths are these black tentacles and the speaker goes come on we need to run and she points to a, to a, uh, a door at the back of the room I knew something was off with Jake right we're gonna run <laughs> damn it Jake and just before, <laughs> just I don't, before I don't we... want to no, go on. put. I don't want to put a problem, you know, uh, out here. But what about our elf friend here? He's Do you know his left and zombie people. So he's he's like he's like stood up and he's walking towards the three figures slowly, and he's sort of squinting, and he's going, oh, "Is that is that you, Anna? It's so dark. I Can I can't see anything." <laughs> can I nod to Lady Penguin, who's like, she's like just under two feet, like, to nod to her, see if she can, like, so she kind of is on wheels, like, wheel legs, like, mm -hmm. drive underneath him, see if he, like, falls back, sits on it, and drive drive him away with us. Nice, nice, <laughs> okay. Well, let's, let's, before we find out if that works, let's move the camera back to Gon, who is, I guess, hogtied this, this naked murderer, and you've just heard a <laughs> scream from outside. <laughs> it was the scream in the direction of where we came from. Where I no, yeah. it was not. It was the house next door. And Enna looks up at you and goes, "My gosh, what was that? Did you hear that? I think someone's in trouble. Come on, we need to go. Bring him along, or, or leave him, or whatever you're doing." Oh, he's going over my shoulder. <laughs> um, yeah, we, I start running uh, with her. Is she going to the other house? Because my is, immediate yeah. instinct is to like go to the others. But Come on, someone's hurt. Okay, okay, but we have to get back to the others. <clears throat> Something's not right in this town. Something's wrong. And, uh, yeah, we'll go in. Do we see anything in here? She has her symbol of light or whatever. Yeah, she's still holding this, yeah, this starlight amulet, and she uh, runs through the snow. Um, there's a, a trail running from the kind of main path where you've walked along up to this house, and there's... Well, in fact, give me a perception roll. No. Or if you prefer uh, investigation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, natural 20. Yes. Wow, you see everything. <laughs> so the the snow is, is broken by multiple footsteps. And with that incredible roll, you think there are at least two sets of footsteps steps that have run into the house. The door is wide open. But from within, there is silence. I, I'll, I'll run in and... Before I go in, I just like, I don't even gently put him down. I just throw the hogtied guy on the doorstep and enter the house. <laughs> I don't think he's going anywhere. Like He thuds into, this, into, this, the, uh, into the snow and he looks up and goes, You're dead. We're all dead. We've angered her. We, we're all dead. And you enter the house. Um, this is not pitch black. There is a lantern hanging from above, or you, though you have to duck to, to get in. 
and initially you you can't see anyone there's there's some furniture which looks to be well made and although there is a lantern it, it kind of just these furnitures looks like the rooms filled with shadows over to one side there is a stove and in it there is wood burning um and at first you're like what's that in front of you and then you see there's a figure lying in the middle of the room his face completely swollen and then you look again and you see there are two more figures they're back to you and they're facing this stove but they're right up against it like almost touching it like an inch away oh god uh, <laughs> I, I kind of look back at um, Anna or Anna uh, and just whisper like do you know do you know any of these people who are they God, that looks like Charlie. Are you okay? And she runs forward. And as she does, the um, the two figures spin around and their faces are completely pale. Their eyes are completely black and they have these tentacles from their mouth and they both go... Oh, and begin to God. launch themselves towards you. Can I grab her as she's running in as I, as I see this and just try to pull her out of the house? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, of course you can. Do you want to give me... Uh, we'll just do a very quick opposed roll. You can use athletics or you can use acrobatics. Uh, I will use... Uh, they're both the same plus one, so... Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> natural one. So you go to grab her, but she's she's not too fast because she's not really trying to avoid you, but she's moving quickly and you stumble over an unseen chair and you fall flat over oh, what no. seems to be a bench and you end up flat on the ground and she's crouching over this this person lying on the ground and then she looks up in horror as the other two just launch themselves towards her um, and I think we'll do a very quick initiative so I get a my god my rolls I rolled a four plus one so I get five <laughs> five okay oh. so they actually get a five as well I'm going to roll for them together I will roll for Anna too and so she goes first so she looks up in horror and she's just going to get out of there. So she pulls herself backwards, sort of like hands behind her, feet in front of her as she sort of pushes herself away. She manages to dodge their kind of um, blows towards her um, and gets out of their range. Um, what's your dexterity? Because it will be whether you've, you're more dexterous than them as to who uh, goes next. My dexterity is uh, 12, so it's plus one. So yeah, it'll be you next. Okay. Um, you said it was a bench I tripped over? Yeah. I'd like to pick up the bench and throw it at them and then run under Nice. The <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, so I'm going to get you to do an attack roll with this. Let's see how you do it. You don't get to add your proficiency bonus because this is like an improvised weapon. So it's just a, basically a strength roll. All right. There we go. I rolled a 17 <laughs> plus one. So I got an 18 as I throw the bench at them. <laughs> That's incredible. Okay. So they do not roll high enough. So the bench crashes into them and sends them flying back. And they go... <laughs> as they, they collapse in front of the stove with the bench on top of them. And then it goes, we need to go. We need to go. I, what, what's happening? Let's go. We have to get back to the others. This, this, this is something. This is... Run. run. <laughs> and he just goes. Okay. And Enna is, is following you quickly, still holding up this starlight amulet. And although you don't necessarily need it outside, are you going to bring the, the naked man who's muttering to himself in the snow? Or are you gonna leave yes, him I grab him along the way. Okay. 
Um, let's swap the camera back to, I believe, Zalfiz, your Lady Peng, is just about to try and... Were you trying to trip him, or what were you trying to do with this? Uh, it's Lady Penguin. I, I apologize. It's a pun. <laughs> I'm like, I got the pun. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, she kind of just, like, pours around on these wheels. Like, she's got really low clearance off the ground. But she's, like, she's a solid, bulky, like, little round ball of metal, basically. Okay. Like clockwork mechanics. So she's just going to try and, like... She's just tall enough to kind of hit the back of someone's legs and their knees would fall down like onto a chair. Like she's that kind of height. So I'm going to, okay. like when I nod to her, she knows what I'm saying. I'm trying to just take this half senile old man away from danger. <laughs> okay. Do you have stats <laughs> currently for Lady Pen, Gwen? Uh, no, but I'm going to say her plus 10. Sure. Or, 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 plus 10. or <laughs> should, we, should we maybe use your Arcana roll? Because I think yeah. it's almost like yeah, because it's it's your this is something you've tinkered together. I'm so glad together. you said that. Not animal handling. A... <laughs> <laughs> okay, with a plus three, I rolled a nine. I won't be a nine. Okay, well let's see how the this this elderly elf reacts. He rolls a twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Natural is that positive 20. or negative? Um, well, so, so basically, Lady Pen goes flying underneath him and I guess he's sort of quite bow-legged and just goes straight through his leg <laughs> and and he looks around at you in terror as if you're attacking him and goes oh, leave, leave me alone and he just starts running towards the three figures in the door who are now <laughs> screeching <laughs> towards him oh, Lady Pen <laughs> and Lady I think Pen we're going to go back it. Into oh, sorry, if that's okay. So I think, uh, Graham, this is your round with a 25. <laughs> um, so uh, I guess I'm going to try and get um, try and get this old elf man out of here as well. Uh, I believe she, um, is it, uh, Edgar, was showing us a, a back door, a back way out, right? So she's she's running to a back door, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to see all the... Although Zalfis has just startled the old man, right? So, mm. <laughs> uh, is it possible for me to um, just maybe get my arm under his and I'll try and just like scurry him towards this uh, the direction that, that Edgar is trying to get us out? The old man, you're gonna have to go. You're gonna, you're gonna have to go nearer these creatures to do that. So, the old man sort of. Uh, you're sort of in the centre of the room. The old man is between you and the door, and these three guys are by the door. Oh dear! I might distract them. Um, okay, how would you like to do that? Uh, I'd like to pick up maybe, is there like, uh, actually I had, I had, the, uh, I had some of the uh, soup, right? Mm. So um, There's actually a cauldron of soup, probably pretty near you, if you'd like to use that. Oh, right, cauldron of soup. So I, I, I literally grab the cauldron and I chuck it into the corner just behind them. <laughs> or uh, hopefully they don't see me actually throwing it. <laughs> um, perhaps make it a stealth check or deception or something like that. See if I can. I think a deception is a great, a great role for this. Yeah, give me that deception roll. Whoa, uh, that's twenty-five. Oh, wow. Okay, so the what, what would you like to happen? You tell me. Like for the uh, cauldron to uh, hit behind them, it splashes and, and it just sort of 
goes all into their feet and everything and the, the ground becomes kind of slippery so maybe they're <laughs> they're going to be somewhat hindered in trying to get anywhere near anybody at least in the immediate future <laughs> well i think because you did a deception roll i quite like the mm -hmm. idea that not only maybe spilling on the ground beneath them it crashes into the wall behind them and because you're so successful in deception they all turn around and as they turn around they then slip on this stew <laughs> And, and so you've, just... you've, you've made your moment. So, um, Zelfis, if you're happy, Lady Peng can can go up behind the old man and can, can do what you wanted and kind of... Yeah, so she's clearly disgruntled now at this, what she is considering, because she's got, like, she's somewhat intelligent, like, this disgruntled old man, she's like... <sighs> and just, like, basically, what was kind of a slow, almost gentle kind of speed, she's going to just try and drive into the back <laughs> of him now slightly more aggressively, <laughs> just to make sure... <laughs> you know, he, know, he knows her feelings towards it. I love it. And uh, the speaker is now thrust open the door. It's not a back door. It's a staircase. And she's going, come on, let's go. And she runs up into darkness. And I believe, uh, Kestra, do you wish to follow? What do you want to do? Um... Or, uh, all of you, I guess. Does anyone, the best, best question may be, does anyone want to stay behind? Um, <laughs> so we're going, this, this, this is going upstairs, is it? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess we're going upstairs, yeah. Can I ask a really stupid question? My favourite type of questions, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when we were outside, did this house did, did this house have two stories when we were outside? It did, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just checking. <laughs> yeah. um, you sound like a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kestra's hesitant. Like, she, she gets to the doorway, like, runs to it and looks up. And then looks back at these these things that are now flailing around on the floor, and I think she she turns to Graham and uh, Zalthus. Is upstairs a good idea? Are we going to be able to get out from there? It's better than the tentacle first or ground floor. Uh, so yes. I can <laughs> uh, I can imagine we would just land in the snow if there's a window or something. Good point. Uh, <laughs> she'll she'll make her way up. <laughs> that's, that's all she needed. It sounds like your last Kestra. So do you want to do you want to close the door? Do you want to stay by the door? What do you want to do? Is your because you're the last person up, I think. So I, I don't know how the uh, how the stove works, but if we're going with the idea, I'm, I'm going to take it on Graham's advice that we're going up to jump out a window somewhere. Can she take a second to like kick that stove? She doesn't know how it works, but maybe <laughs> it being super warm oh, will keep dear. them at bay because all of these things have come outside, right? They're all in the snow. Yeah. So she's thinking that if they if the soup is such an issue because that's hot, maybe they don't like the heat. Um, and she doesn't really mind because you know she's got an infernal heritage, so she doesn't even feel it. Um, but she'll <laughs> kick that over and shut the door behind them and go upstairs. Okay, so I'm going to need a strength athletics. Okay, here we go. Um, uh, Twenty, not a natural one. A 20 okay so you Ooh, you kick nice. it and like literally nothing happens but with that 20 if you want to give it a, like a proper heave and roll it over you probably can yeah i mean she vaguely <laughs> kind of overheard Zalfis talking about it running like super to the max and it's a stove and in her mind the hotter it is there's, there's got to be fire or flames or something once it gets hot right so she'll just She'll go for a big old shove, get the tail in there as well for the extra strength and just hope, <laughs> hope that it does something. <laughs> she's so got it, no idea how it works. I've 
seen this show where I go upstairs and light a fire on the ground floor. It doesn't end well for my character. <laughs> 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 we've, done, we've done this but on we're our show out the window, floor. so it's fine. Oh, <laughs> I, he jumped out a window too. He jumped out a so, window too. So the uh, the stove like <laughs> it tips over, and it, there's a moment where you look, you think it's gonna fall back onto you, and then you just push it even further, and it tips over, and it thuds onto the ground. It's got real weight behind it, and for a moment, nothing seems to be happening, and then you hear this whirring noise, like a like a bee or something has been trapped. Oh, inside she she it. runs. She doesn't wait to see what happens. She's going straight <laughs> for the door. <laughs> And the, the three figures start running after you. Um, you. You get to the door, they're probably like 10 foot behind you, running full pelt. She'll shut the door behind her if she can and try to get upstairs and hope that there's a bang or something from downstairs. <laughs> I think there's going to be more than a bang, to be honest. To your, <laughs> your horror, you slam the door and there's no lock. There's not even a latch. And you looking, look down and you're sort of you, you realise you've only got a couple of seconds till they get to you and you kind of just flinch for a second expecting these huge heavy bodies. I mean, Jake was enormous. He was almost as big as gone. And then nothing happens. Oh, no. <laughs> so there's the three of us at the bottom of the stairs now? Like, just kind of, like, step one, two, four, kind of, like... If you'd like standing. to be, you're probably, like, halfway up the stairs, yeah, and with um, Kestra at the bottom. But no one's crashed into the door. She's still I think we'll move the, the camera. Joe, you're the worst. And we're going to move the camera over to Gone. Um, so you can, you've just ran out of the house. Behind you, you can hear the, the figures, two of them, strolling under this bench. You can hear this sound. Um, and uh, the elven lady's running ahead of you. Come on, we need to go. I'm, I'm following her. I'm going straight back to the house that all my colleagues, associates were at. I'm expecting it to blow up now the second I get there. I love that guy okay. calls associates. Yeah. So can you give me that perception roll, please? Okay. As you're running go. through the snow. Ooh, 18 plus 3 at 21. Ooh. Wow. Okay. You see ahead of you, so it's probably about maybe 100 feet between you are and where the, um, the speaker's house is. And you see around the speaker's house are six more. I mean, from where you're standing, they're probably just silhouettes. Um, and you also notice, because that was such a good roll, you notice three more figures, two to your left, one to your right, maybe still about 50 feet of the way, coming out of two houses. Okay. I'll, like, slow down uh, and just, like, kind of stop uh, in, in a two and uh, just see see what they do, see if they start moving, because I, I don't currently want to necessarily charge right into a big group of people outside that house. Um, the old lady looks at me and says, come on, we can't, we can't stay here, come on, what's going on? I, I, I don't know, but <clears throat> we, can't, we can't run straight into that. We don't know if they're, if they're doing, if, if it's the same as the other house. It's, it's, but, but we've got to get to... The, is there anywhere that we can hide that they won't find us? Come on, uh, quick down here. And she points where there's a the gap between the floor and one of the houses under the stilts. Quick, just duck down. <laughs> Am I really going to fit in there? You're probably going <laughs> to, if you've got this guy over your shoulder, you're probably going to like clip him one as you, you duck down. But um, you could get under there. Like there's about two feet. I mean, it's going to be tight. I, I... Come on, <laughs> I stop shoved, pressing. I shoved the guy in. Be like just in front of me. Actually, no, I drag him in after me, and okay. I, 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 I scooch in there. 
So you, you look around and the, the five figures that were um, outside the speaker's house go into the speaker's house and the door's wide open, but there's no more sound. The other three figures ahead of you go back into the houses that you saw. And the three figures that were, well, the two figures that were following you return to the house they're in. What? That's so weird. On? Why? Do you th is it the heat? Are they... Do you think it's the heat? Are they after the heat? Why would they... Maybe. Let's... Let me go. Let... They... I mean, they followed us. They, I mean, gosh. They... They're after... If they see a person, they follow us. But as soon as we're out of sight, they just want the heat. Well, let me go and investigate. You stay here and make sure this... This guy doesn't go anywhere. He shouldn't be too hard to handle. I'll be back. And I want to, I want to leave quietly okay. and get up to the hut and see if I can look inside the door without being spotted. The one you've just left? No, no, the the the, ha the hut that five people went into. That's the speaker's house, so that's a yeah. hundred feet away from where you are. Well, I would like to get up there as quietly as I can. Okay, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. So, you 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 sort of move your way from shadow to shadow, and actually, I mean, it's not that difficult, but you know, everywhere's dark. Um, and you, you, you curse your feet as you hear them crunching under snow beneath, but you make your way to the speaker's house without incident. The door is ajar. You sort of look in. The room is strangely silent, and the, the, the stove is on its side, but there's eight of the creatures kneeling next to it, like absolutely close to it. And... I think maybe we'll say that at that moment as well, the door opposite you opens and Kestra looks out and sees the same thing. Okay, I'm going to like gesture to Kestra. I'm going to like point at the, be like, the heat, the heat is what they're after. And I'm like pointing at the oven and then like <laughs> gesture for like them to, uh, is there a window upstairs? I can see that they could maybe jump out to get to me. Um, so yeah, so if it, well, I don't know. What do you want to do? So Kestra, at the moment, you're by the door. I, um, Zelfis and Graham, I guess you're on the stairs, halfway up. But it's up to you. Um, I would like to just like say, like put my finger up, like one minute, and just I'm going at to. Each other. <laughs> I want to. I want to cast uh, bonfire. Uh, uh, like on the side of one of the houses and set it on fire. Ooh. Wow. Do you want to do it on the house that you're that the one of two of the because there were some other fish that you saw out in the snow like one yeah one of the houses that two of the figures came out of okay that will absolutely work the uh the house i mean this is thick wood that's very very cold and it's you know it's it's got snow on it and stuff so it probably won't immediately light particularly if you do it on the roof which is covered in snow but if you did it maybe underneath, underneath. Yeah, yeah 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 so that will absolutely work so you can you can see the fire beginning to spread like it's gonna take a bit of time but yeah okay um i'm obviously then I then I'll go back to like hiding uh, where where the uh, Anna and the uh, and uh, what's the guy called Caltroller. Okay. Um. So meanwhile, Zelf is uh, Graham. What are you doing? Um. Yeah. I'm so going to go, okay. go up into the Sorry. attic and then take a look at what's actually in the attic, the upstairs, I suppose, and see what's actually there. Is there anything? Uh... It's a corridor with multiple doors. Um, I mean, again, this is a big, big house. The speaker's waiting at the top and goes, on earth is keeping all of you? Why? What's going on? Uh, it, it appears our friend Gunn has some sort of theory, and it is peculiar that these monsters stopped chasing us when we closed the door. What are they doing? 
Like, did I get... When God was doing the pointing, was he literally saying or mouthing the heat? Because I was mouthing. I wasn't saying it because I didn't want to be <laughs> yeah. spotted by the creatures. I think Kestra can probably fill in the gap. Of like, I, I tip the stove, o- stove over and they're all kneeling around it. I think... I think we've distracted them. Is there a window we can get out of? Gone looked like something had been going on. Trying to point us out into the snow. Can we get out from here? Of course. So the speaker just gestures to one of the rooms, opens up and it's a bedroom and there's a window. I mean, you'd probably be about 20 foot above the ground, but again, I guess you'd be landing onto snow. So, uh, or you could maybe fashion a rope or something. You can definitely get down there. I mean, guys, I'm three foot five. I I I don't jump much. Like, it, this could be like moths. Maybe they'll just stay looking at the flames, and we can just walk out. So while he's saying this, Graham's just kind of jumped into the snow, <laughs> gone for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need an acrobatics roll to avoid oh. damage. Okay. <laughs> Exhaustion. <laughs> so I've got it. Okay, so four, that's 14. I thought you were going to say four. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you get down without any problem. Um, so you probably see... I mean, Gon, are you going to come back? What are you doing? Well, I mean, the first thing, you land and you see that a house not too far away is on fire. Oh. So immediately I'm, I'm trying to take... I'm looking out and I'm saying... Um, <clears throat> Zalfus, Kestra, I think... Can you see from up there? They should be able to see from up there that the, there's a house on fire across the way. It, it appears Gan is putting his uh, theory to the test. Very, very practical of him. Zalfa <laughs> is the practical approves. Okay, so I start. I, I hug the house that we've just jumped out the window of, so I can make space for everyone else to land. I'm assuming Zalfus makes the jump. Kestra's gonna set up a rope <laughs> <laughs> for Zalfis, who's just declared they are not jumping. Um, as you're setting up the rope, I can step up into the window and say, uh, Gon, my good man, who's like 10 foot tall, could you help uh, your colleague? And I'm going to like hang from the window still. So that's three and a half feet down and then like 10 feet to a gun to see if he'll like, catch me, maybe. Yeah, we, we can princess bride this. You, you could be, you know. I am a princess Gon, of science. Gon, Four white horses. Gon like shakes his head from where he's like, he just like ham to face and then just crawls out again and runs over and goes to catch Zalfis. I'm okay, a princess yeah. of science, apparently. Okay, I'll take that. So the uh, so the, the speaker jumps down deftly and looks around and goes, right, what now? We need to get out of this town. I, 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 there's multiple other people in different... That house that's on fire, there's two people in there that, that have something wrong with them. There's tentacles coming out of their mouth. Um, also, I found Caltro. Um, we need to get out of here. Well, well, practically speaking... What do you mean, get out of here? There's 50 people here. You can't leave them all. You need to deal with these things. Our work here is done. We've got something. <laughs> practically speaking, like... I, I don't know. Oh, to hell with you, and I'll sort it out. And she uh, she begins to, to walk towards the door. <laughs> I think as, as, Kes comes down this, as Kestra comes down this rope, um, I think she goes up to the speaker, having kind of overheard this as she's making her sensible way down um, (laughs) and kind of puts her hand on her shoulder. Whatever is going on here, you can't solve it by yourself. When we got here, there was one of these bodies face down in the snow. And within minutes, there are what? 10 of them? 15 of them? Whatever this is, it is too late. Leave with us 
we can send people back here if we have to. But if you stay here, you're going to end up just like them. She looks pained and goes, No, I'm not leaving my people. You go if you want. You go risk the snow. And she's, she sort of looks into the room and sees the, the eight figures crowded round this fire and goes, What if we got everyone, all of these creatures infected in this room? And blow the fire, blow the stove. Oh, so your solution to save your people is kill this part <laughs> kill. of your people. Okay, cool. Yeah, that, we, we can do that. I mean, I thought you were trying to save all the people, but okay. If they want the heat, maybe they'll just walk right into the fire. Right? If we set the building. I, I already set this house on fire. So I'm going to try and uh, pr persuade uh, Edgar. I'm, I'm going to say, Edgar, just, look, if we don't leave, you, you will surely die. I'm not leaving, even if he kills me. What if we make it a, a loud noise out, bring everything, bring everyone outside? Maybe they'll just be attracted to the house that's on fire. Maybe they'll all just go there by themselves. I think that's worth a try. I can do a loud noise. They're clearly not attracted by the fire. Look, and the whole house is now blazing. They're not even coming out of the fire. The only thing they're attracted to is us. I mean, okay. Uh, hear me out here. Um... If you guys cover me, I can zip around pretty quick with Lady Penguin here uh, and maybe lure the people into this stove pipe bomb idea we have. The 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 stove has a black ice in it and it's outside of the building, isn't it? No, it's in the middle of the still in the middle of the room. It's in the middle of the room. Okay. So like basically Zalpis' idea is he's suggesting he sits on Lady Penguin, buzzes around like the main street to see anyone <laughs> lurking, any zombie tentacle people are lurking around, drag them back in um, to the blast radius. I, 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 I love it. Uh, so the, the speaker goes, right, that's a fantastic idea, but no, everyone do it. We need to knock on every door, every house. We need to gather every one of the infected people and bring him here. Zelfus takes some, like, driving goggles off his uh, head, puts oh, them on, God. sits up to Lady <laughs> Penguin. <laughs> Sits oh. on the Lady Penguin and two little handlebars just pop up from her head and he's ready to go. <laughs> like a 1920s motorcyclist. Amazing. That is fantastic. Okay, so I guess you kind of all go off in every direction. I mean, is everyone okay with this plan? Yes. Yeah, Kess will get into this. She'll start using thaumaturgy to throw unlocked doors open and make noise and attract attention to get all of these things out. John is just walking around, smacking his shield with his club, just like making as much noise. <laughs> I'm just politely knocking on different doors. <laughs> I'm like, hey, excuse me, um, I, I do think I require your attention, sir. Okay, yeah. so some of the houses do have really confused people in, and I guess maybe they, the speaker will lead them away out of town to give you this chance. But it isn't long before you have gathered about ten more screeching... <laughs> zombies who are chasing after you and and, and let's have you because we're short of time they you all arrive at the house the speaker's house together chased by a horde of zombies um and then you, you sort of like well, we didn't really plan for this what do we do and then you look up at the window and the old guy is looking out and going oh, oh gosh what's oh, happening no. oh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot I, about the I old forgot. guy <laughs> Can, can Kesh just go up and get him and bring him down on the rope? Because it's still attached from where they climbed out. 
so you're climbing up the rope. So there's, you do have this group of screeching zombies running towards you from the town as you've all kind of come together. Um, you're going to have to get them into this building. Like, how, what are you going to do? So as they're gathered just outside the door, uh, I'm going to pull up behind them so the the opposite side of the group to the house, like lift up my <laughs> riding goggles and cast Thunder Wave. Will that work to push them in? Um, well, they're all they, so you're in front, so you're between them and the speaker's house because they're chasing I, you. Yeah, and I'm assuming so if you if you thunder wave, you're going to push them away from the speaker's house. Well, what I was thinking was, I haven't I haven't got a speed for Lady Penguin. Apparently, she's zippy enough in my head. <laughs> that, like, <laughs> as everyone kind of comes like from different crossroads to the front of this house, that I was going to just zip around the other side of this group and then just cast thunder wave. I like it, and and I think because we're very short of time, I'm going to say it works. Your your thudding boom of a spell explodes across the night. Snow falls from the roofs, and the the horde that you've gathered is blown into the room. Um, Kestra brings down the old man on the rope. Um, <laughs> you've now got all the zombies in the in the room with the stove. How do you finish this off? What's our conclusion? I have. I have burning hands. <laughs> Assumably, if that stove gets any hotter, it's going to go kaboom, right? Sure. Ooh. So once we're all far enough away, Kestra will cast burning hands towards the kind of like the, the bottom of that house in the hopes it's just going to add to the heat that that thing's pouring out and just look around to see if anyone else is going <laughs> to add anything. Because I think we can all cast fiery spells, right? Yeah, I'll cast another bonfire underneath that thing. Nice. They look to Zalfiz and shield goes up because I don't have a fiery spell. Graham doesn't have any spells, but he's going to cross his arms and look intensely yep. at the fire, hoping that it's you helping. <laughs> so as as the three of you plow your spells, Burning Hands, Eldritch Blast, Fire, what, what was your one, Gan? Gone? Uh, bonfire. Bonfire, and then a shield whips up for Zalfiz in front of him and Lady Pen. The, for a moment, nothing happens, and then suddenly the buzzing noise from within the stove reaches a crescendo. It suddenly stops, and then there's a moment where there's a kind of influx, a, <gasps> like I didn't take a breath, and then an immense explosion. And the whole house goes up in flames and debris, blowing you all off your feet, apart from possibly Zalfers, who has his shield up. And <laughs> Graham, I think we started with you, so I think we'll finish with you as well. So as you lie in the snow, the light of the flames from the two burning houses kind of playing across your face, and you, you look across the devastation you've wrought, you feel a pain deep within. You feel something inside you stirring. Oh, no. And you realise... You think to yourself for a moment, you were on, or you were in a capsule similar to whatever this creature was. You, for a moment, you think there's something inside you. And I think that is a great, great place to leave the story for tonight. Joe and the How We Roll crew will be live with the next Rhyme of the Frost Maiden episode Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash does it roll.